Hey everyone, it's Maria. Before this episode starts, I just want to give everyone a heads up. Um, Brittany and I, alongside this week's guest, Adam, recorded longer than anticipated, which is a good thing because you guys will have two episodes of thought-provoking content. So you'll notice at the end it kind of tapers off, but don't worry because part two will be up next week. So on that note, enjoy this week's episode. All right, well, happy rainy gross sunday morning everybody maria is not happy with me right now uh welcome back to the be more podcast i'm Brittany. i'm maria and today we have a guest adam um nice to meet you first of all nice Um, to meet you nice to meet you um i guess adam you can introduce yourself just briefly what you do and also how you know Brittany. i think um we'll start easy I'm just a guy. Now I'm a um, a private dog trainer. I've been doing private lessons for about the last year or so, but I've been uh, into training for the last four or five years. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I went to school for psychology, and then like the first thing my senior year, uh, I did an internship, and I was like, uh, this is heavy. I kind of knew that going in, but I didn't really know to what degree. So, um, you know, I was just kind of floating around um, and serving tables. I started working at Carabas where I met Britt. And um, um, I really, I didn't do much for a while until I I, I was like starting to approach 30. I was like, all right, let me get something something going. And uh, thankfully I uh, got my certification. Um, I started off working at Petco, which sucked. Um, But uh, yeah, but. (laughs) Thankfully, now I'm with a really cool company, Michael's Pack, um, and they treat me pretty well. And it's kind of like running my own business, but I'm with the with the team, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's kind of it's kind of like psychology, and it's helping people, it's helping families, and you know, like I don't know if you guys have uh, pets, but the uh, you know people when they just get their puppies, especially they'll do it when they've just moved. It's uh, it can you know, be stress on stress on stress on stress. So it's nice to be able to get in there and be a, be a uh, calming presence and, and give them some kind of direction and some kind of help. That was a whirlwind. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> so, this is, Brittany, I'm, we're blindsiding Maria right now because I've yeah. been doing so much. <laughs> like we, we at, like Adam, I originally talked to you like probably a year ago, like, Hey, come on the, come on the podcast. And it just like, and I never, I've been terrible at communicating with Maria who's coming on the show because I would never really know what's going on okay. with all the madness in my life. Um, so I literally didn't say anything to Maria about anything that you do or anything at all. So this is going to okay. be here. Well, well, here's the, here's the moment the, for her. Well, no, no, here's the thing. Um, Brittany was like, Oh, uh, my friend Adam's coming on. Here's his like Instagram handle. And yeah, yeah, that was it. You're like, Adam's coming on. Here's his Instagram. I was like, okay. So I did scroll through. I was like, oh, okay. I knew the dog part, which is very cool. We'll talk about, you know, we'll dive into that. But the whole psychology thing, I had no idea about. So that's pretty cool, though. Oh, I've got that's- stories for you. And I mean, you know, just uh, in terms of doing this, you know, uh, Brittany, I-, I used to have my own podcast. Mm-hmm. Brittany oh, was a guest okay. on my podcast. Oh, cool. cool. Um, this was a long time ago. Like, this is yeah. years on years. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you know, that was, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of you guys. Cause I really am, um, I'm working to reboot what was, uh, the all really podcast, A W E R E A L O Y. Well, we'll put everything in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
They, I mean, I haven't uh, been doing it for the last couple of years, but uh, because my co-host kind of kind of bailed on me um, and it originally started out as uh, just me and him talking about like philosophy and and uh, it was when I first got into like atheism, we can go down that whole road. Um, oh, perfect. And, and a couple episodes in we realized like, oh, we're not that smart. Uh, we don't have that much to tell you. And so we kind of revamped it. And um, <laughs> over the next couple of years, we did pretty well, you know, bringing people on. And it was just the, the, the underlying thing was just, you know, everybody has wisdom that they've gained throughout their life and, and people don't talk anymore. So we just get people to sit down, uh, you know, crack open a beer, smoke a little something, uh, then, you know, we open up and, and, and uh, there's always wisdom to be, to be picked out of that. And it worked for a while, but, you know, um, the editing was got to me and I, you know, I was pretty much doing everything on my own. And then, uh, you know, life got in the yeah, way. Life and... happens. Life happens for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do no, you I mean, right at home here. Yeah. I was say that, that seems like what our podcast is. I mean, like me and Brittany, we don't advertise what we know a lot. <laughs> we were just like, this is off of just our opinions and just like, you know, nothing. Oh actual. yeah. I mean, I made that mistake. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and then again, like, kind of like what you did like we just bring on guests every so often just to have them talk about their passions and whatnot um it's just the space for people to talk um but to say the least like the the podcast the podcast editing and everything does take some time so oh, i um, give maria constant <laughs> credit and apologies no it's okay you know it's 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 really easy I guess fortunately unfortunately it's really easy now because we are on via zoom that like there's not much editing really on my part it's just like cuts here and there but again that's just like- I mean when I started I was cutting out uhs and ums and spaces and everything I mean when we got a little yeah. bit further down the road and I got a little bit better at just talking and not saying mm-hmm. you know every time yeah uh, I was about to say something you know I'd be uh um so there was a lot less <laughs> but still just going through it and and re-listening mm-hmm. to it and then I was you know always the one booking guests and kind of leading the conversation and doing social media and all and yeah which was fine but i originally that wasn't the original plan so then we originally you know we had to have a conversation like all right are you gonna like are we co-host or like am i the host and you're the just the guy who like comes in and then but like i was just doing everything and then you know i just got like i said life got in the way got too much you know now i've been uh focusing a little bit more on um for a long time i've wanted to write a book um oh cool and that's actually what got me down the road of podcasting because I knew that I could, I was good at talking to people and I knew that there was something that I have to put down. I just didn't know what it was. So I was just trying to explore stuff and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, figure it out. And I mean, it's a good thing I didn't go into it uh, from, from the rip and be like, Hey, I know everything about religion and uh, here you go. <laughs> Cause that would have been uh, that would have been a very embarrassing book. I was gonna say, is your what was your book about? But I guess it's about religion and eighth. So I, I, I haven't or? I haven't written the I haven't written the book yet. I'm in the I'm mm-hmm. in the process of writing, and it's um, leaning more towards uh, just about uh, gathering information in general, and okay. uh, with with I guess a focus on culture and how culture affects everything. Um, and mm-hmm. most recently, uh, like politics has been has consumed everything, and and and. Um, you know, one of the, uh, the, I don't know what you call them, just mm-hmm. YouTube news pundit, whatever guys, uh, Tim yeah. Pool that I'm a big fan of, 
is, uh, you know, he'll, he's, he'll say all the time, culture is downstream of, pub, uh, of politics, which I think he got from someone else. But, um, and so he's making an effort to not just, you know, sit there and read the news, complain about this side or that side or whatever, but create culture and have something that, that embodies something besides the, those values and have the, the politics just being the underlying, uh, uh, you know, values that we hold. Hmm. That's, hmm. That's a, that's... See, you're you're so right at home here, because um, <laughs> it's funny because Adam had to give Maria like an insight about this. Adam was like messaging me and was like, "Hey, where are there things that you don't talk about? Like, you, I usually talk about politics and religion." And I was like, "Well, we usually talk about everything you're told not to talk about in public, so I'm sure you'll be fine." Literally, uh, the three things that we always somehow go back to are capitalism religion and politics like so you're right at home (laughs) there's there's yeah those are all things we talk about but it's (laughs) it's um there was something that you brought up that i wanted to speak to more but it already a lot there's a lot a lot of different tangents i can probably yeah but there's i mean yeah i'm please it's (laughs) awesome too so we were i mean god how long ago is that i'm talking about like at least five or six years longer than that possibly uh, mm-hmm. when we were, when like we had first met Adam and like, we were, it's so interesting because working in a restaurant is not a, like a relaxed situation to be in because it's <laughs> constantly so high strong and like losing their minds. No. <laughs> um, so it was always very fun. Like whenever two of us would have like a, like a minute where we were and we usually ended up in the back. It was usually when we were like counting out for the night. Right. We'd like start talking about stuff and we'd kind of be like, Oh wait, like we're kind of on the same page with things. Um, so when we were able to like branch out after that time and like, I was able to come on the podcast and like, just talk more like philosophical things with you and talk about societal, like bigger picture things. I was like, oh, this, like we're on the same page. So it's Mm -hmm. awesome that, you know, all this time later that you can like circle back and we can have you here. And if, and I totally get what you were saying about working with, this wouldn't be as successful. And I'm, when I say successful, I mean like functioning at all. If Maria and I weren't like super doing it together and i hope that like you would agree with this maria yeah it's hard to um we have our different roles but it's also equal and i I think that's what 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 you not just in general like just podcasting but just in general like as just a partnership business relation whatever i think that's just the key on yeah you you took the words right i was gonna say like a partnership it doesn't necessarily have to be everybody is exactly equal it's just having the roles that make you know know, that complement each other yeah yeah and i think that's the big thing too is like the this is like weird getting into the philosophy of like our relationship maria but like we've (laughs) always been that way it's always just kind of like worked yeah which is you know that's how it has to be that's how i I, I, that's uh, you know one one of the things that 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 i've just learned over the years of you know whether it be podcasting or just life in general um is I, I guess I've always had a tendency to want to make people like me and want to be, I'm a little bit shy, even though it may not seem like it now. Oh, but don't worry. <laughs> all three, I feel like all three of us now that you said that. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I always had a tendency to, to like want to make people like me and, and, and like put my best foot forward so that people could see that. And uh, as I've got older, I just kind of realized like, wait, maybe other people should be the ones to show me why I care what they think. Like I'm the one who's sitting here putting time into thinking about these things, caring about these things and everybody and their mother has an opinion, but why should I care about what that is? And um, it's, it's helped me a lot in, in terms of 
you know, I may not always have the most popular opinions, um, but I'm always willing to to hear people out. I'm always willing to discuss it. I'm always willing to back up whatever I, I have to say. And I'm always willing to say uh, when I'm wrong, but people are so strongheaded these days. It's just that even if, even, even if you agree with people sometimes, just having a conversation and saying something that, that triggers them in the wrong way will just derail it to the point where, and, and I mean, I'm, uh, I'm thinking of my dad who is, um, you know, our relationship has, has um, you know, got a lot better over the last few years as I've learned how to, to, uh, to talk to him better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's strong-headed like me, but he's, kind, he's not the best conversationalist. So I've kind of had to learn how to, how to do that. And then realizing that, uh, that while he's very wise and he's got a lot of great opinions, that just, you know, writing, uh, you know, I would otherwise write him off just by the way that he yeah. approaches some things. Or if he hears something that, you know, he doesn't like, it's on, oh, yeah, and, and it's like, okay, I, I, I understand that you have that reaction, but hold on, just see what you think about this. And I, I've learned to be able to do that with him and, and people in general. And uh, it seemed to be doing a little bit better. It's hard. It's really hard. And Mar- this is all stuff that Maria and I talk about all the time. It making space for other people, especially when you start to become a person who's self-aware, when you're doing that work, but then other people around you are not doing that work. And then you have to be forgiving of them and make space for them if they're not doing the work is one of the most annoying things. It's so annoying. And it's like, and it's like such a balance, I feel like, because it's like, all right, you don't want to put yourself second, but also like you have to understand their perspective. So it's like Mm -hmm. an internal struggle. So yes. Yeah. And that like comes up with what you were saying, Adam, right? Like the Oh God, my therapist now is like, I hear her voice in my head. Um, like talking about how I'm a, like that was the first thing she told me is that I was a, a people pleaser. And it's like, that's where that starts to become very tricky and you don't even realize it, right? Like walking that fine line of being like, okay, I want to make space for you, but like, mm, fuck you. Like you're not doing the work and I should not be the one that lays on my back so you can walk all over me every single time mm-hmm. and making those like really safe boundaries, but also like still trying to have like a relationship with those people. And we and, talk about parents all the time, our parents all yeah. the time. And like, it's different. It's, we are different than our parents were. The world is different than when our parents were our age. There's a lot of like mm-hmm. variables that come into play that you have to like constantly be juggling. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, part of, like there's two, there's two steps in there that you say is about uh, recognize that other people aren't as self-aware or aren't doing the work. And then the next step is accepting that and, and being able to not, latch on to that and be mad about it and, and yep. be like, you should do, you should be changing it this way. I, you know, I, I've, I've probably, you know, uh, through Facebook probably chased a lot of people completely out of my life just because I had an opinion and I felt strongly about it. And I put it out there in a way that probably wasn't the most easily received. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it is what it is. It's not like, you know, it's Facebook. It's not like these people were, were paying my bills or, or, yeah. you know, comforting me on, on nights or whatever. Um, yeah. but just as a, as a general, you know, want to be part of the human race and all that big stuff, it, you know, wanting to, to, um, interact with people positively. Um, it's a learning process and it's, it's, there's, a, you gotta have for, forgiveness for people and you can't, you can't take the pretentious uh, uh, stance that, okay, so now that I'm self-aware, I'm here and, and, and you're there. And it's tough to do that because there's a tendency to want to feel like, how do you not know this? And like, mm-hmm. I'm also telling you this, trust me, but it, it doesn't work that way. And, and, and we all learn it. Fun, 
the fun of the psychology. So I was a psychology minor and then I did like all of my education masters. So all of that's literally like psychology of learning, psychology of development, all that fun stuff. It becomes a really fun game to, once you see people for the way that they react, to uh-huh. go in and uncover why they are the way they are. Right? You know, can I, it's funny because I'm not at psychology anything. <laughs> <laughs> when I but went to college, like but are. I no, I I minor in poli sci, and it's a it's a similar but different stance because of the like you know your political stance is also based on your psychology in a way, mm-hmm. so well because your uh, beliefs is your identity right there. Correct, yeah. So it's it's very funny that you're going this route right now, but keep going. And also, sorry to cut you off, but psychology yeah. to a certain level is basically just common sense. So if you if you have you know it, it's basically it's, just common and sense, and that's what makes it kind of fun, right? Is that um the the emotional responses right the way that people react are usually like you know they're puzzle pieces of like seeing why like people who choose to to react based off of like a depth of mm-hmm. like insecurity there's usually a couple of different ways that they respond to things right or the way they make other people feel right people who have like trust issues there are certain common things like trends that you'll start to see like mm-hmm. it and then you kind of will watch other people and you're like all right well I see this becoming relevant. Like what happened back like in your life? What was your experience that created this kind of result? I have lots of fun doing that. And I, it's not fun to do to myself, which is what I've been doing. But that's where the work starts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit. Um, but it, it's kind of fun to do. And it, I think that has helped me with what you're talking about, Adam, too, right? You start to, when you can understand where people are coming from, you are able to give them that space, right? And then you can be mm-hmm. like that encouraging person that's like, okay, well, this is your scary space. Like, I'm gonna try to encourage you to step into it and like be supportive as you step into it. Cause when you've gone through it yourself, you know, it's not fun and it's scared to do on your own. Um, but then, you know, like, well, you get to choose if you're gonna walk into it or not. But at the end of the day, I have to make the decision of how I interact with you, how I engage with you based on whether or not you're gonna do that work. And it's not a, I think you're bringing up a really good point. It's not about being the pretentious person and being like, well, I'm self-aware and you're not. And like, I can't be present yeah. because you're not good enough for me because you don't do this. But it's a matter of saying, and it's with family too, right? It's a matter of saying, well, if you're not going to deal with your crap, I got a bunch of crap I'm carrying. Like, I can't take your crap on too. Like, there has to be, it's like a very specific way that you address that relationship then. And it's not fun, but it's totally worth it because otherwise you get mm-hmm like your heart is pulled out of your chest constantly. yeah it's just it's never ending because there's uh there's always something with with any given person there's always something else that that you want to feel that you can connect deeper and then there's always another person where a lot of things are, are there and so you've, you've got to learn to just be content with you know everybody being on their journey and like you know in the as you know you know the trump era when when politics was everything uh, before that, you know, people cared, but it, it, it wasn't it wasn't like that. But I had a similar type of experience with with these kinds of um, I don't want to say confrontations, but but just uh, uh, conversations because of uh, like I said, the atheist thing. And when I first, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I when I first because I was I was very religious growing up, and then I, I you know uh, lost my faith uh, in college, and then I felt really like. Uh, on top of the world that I knew everything and that nobody could know anything. And it was just, a, you know, months before when I was believing in something that, you know, I no longer believe in. And, um, and, and I, I just realized that, that trying to, to 
do the opposite of Bible bashing is, is, is pointless. But I thought I was in the right at the time. And it just takes the, you know, the, the attempt and the failure to realize, okay, this doesn't work. And even if it's, even if you are like, you know, you prove your point, right. Even if you win, you know, the, the argument from a logical standpoint, mm-hmm. like, all right, then what? what, that, you know, truth matters, logic matters. That's something very important to me, but human relationships and, and specifically my human relationships uh, with right. other people are, are, are more important. Yeah. And that's the, I definitely want to dive into more of <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Cause we had a very, I can already tell very similar. Maria's smiling. Cause she knows my religious experiences. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very interesting when you get to the point of that, that acknowledgement. Oh my God. Oh. I'm so cute. For anyone that's not I, watching, there's a dog that appeared. Dog's great. I'm sorry. Oh. I got, I have He's no clicking idea what and clacking and licking stuff, so hopefully he'll sit there. Sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. I got well, we'll get to Morty after. Easy. after it's very no. easy for me to get distracted by Adam. No, what you were saying, I, and, and I'd like you, I, I, I'd like you to, to continue because um, you know there's a million different ways uh, that we could take this, but it, you know it's your show. So I mean, what, you know, you were saying about the atheism that you want to explore that and and explore, you know, like what the what, whatever it is. I'm I'm an open book. I, yeah. Uh, you know, I have your I, your experiences with it. So, like to get, and this is where we're going to like, see where these dots connect. Like I, I took that path also where I became, I also initially felt very like being like a Jewish Catholic felt very rejected being Catholic. Um, and then was very rejected by Jewish communities too. So that was fun. Um, (laughs) but I very much took the same stance where I was like, well, these are all the reasons why this is wrong and why you're all full of shit. And it made me feel better because then, then I didn't feel like they, they had, there was no justification for them rejecting me because it was all bull crap. Right. It made me feel a little better. And then I got like super on my high horse about it and was like very proud to be like, I'm not a cat, a practicing Catholic anymore. And then I got to a point where the, honestly, for me, um, it's awesome that atheism like aligned with you. Cause that's where my fiance is too. So I can see like where the perspectives are for me. It was learning about like other very spiritual religions, like Hinduism and Buddhism that made me realize like, oh, I'm not, you know, they're not wrong. Like they, I get what, where they're coming from, but like, that's just not what I believe in and that's okay. And then starting to kind of circle back and realize like, oh, like I can, I can be okay with this, even if it's not who I am. And like, I don't have to believe in it. And you can make space for everybody within that. Right. And I don't, I don't think those things are, are mutually exclusive. Like I, I, I think part of the, um, you know, one of the biggest things that at first I didn't want to claim the atheist title. And then the biggest things that I pushed for after that is that like uh, what you said, those are again, two different steps, not believing in one thing is not the same as taking, you know, other philosophies and other feelings. And, you know, I, I, you know, as cliche, I would say, oh, I don't believe in God, but I'm spiritual. Uh, You know, even (laughs) <laughs> uh, even until uh, recently, my dad believed that because I was an atheist, I would, I had the position that I claimed that I believe there's no God. And that's simply not what atheism means. A, without theism, a belief in a God or gods. I simply have not been, atheism is just the position that you have not been convinced that a God exists. And so that mm-hmm. is completely mutually, mutually exclusive from, from uh, Buddhism or, and, and meditation and spiritual experiences and believing in something bigger than yourself. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just about that one specific claim. And 
I think a big problem with with uh, you know the areas of, of global society where re religion really uh, you know I, I mean in America for the most part people kind of believe what they want to believe and nobody's like killing each other over it but in parts of the world they are um, mm -hmm. but right. but but for the most part I think the the reason why the term atheism is so stigmatized is because even though most people don't subscribe to an organized religion and believe in an old bearded man in the sky, they still use religious language and they still have feelings that they don't know how to categorize in a way that's other than a religious experience. And I, I just simply think that if you understand uh, uh, neurology, if you understand how the brain works, if you understand um, you know, the different chemicals of the brain that you understand that these experiences can be brought on by, by, uh, by things that are completely, uh, natural. These things can be, uh, these feelings can be brought on by drugs. The, you know, it's, it's not something that needs anything that lies outside of, uh, the laws of physics in order to happen. So when people, well, you know, I've, I've stopped doing it as much lately because I just want to more normalize the term rather than have the, the conversation. Um, but, but yeah, atheism is not uh, saying, oh, I know that there's no God. It's, it's just saying, I haven't been convinced that there's a supernatural being that can uh, you know, reach into our universe and, and, and change the laws of physics. Mm -hmm. On top of that, there's a lot of spiritual stuff that I, I subscribe to. And, and, I, and a lot, and I would say most atheists are the same way. I would say there are very few, though there are, there are people, there are very few people who are like, no, I know God doesn't exist. I know when you die, you just rot in the ground. And I, I think that's just as ridiculous as, as believing in a man in the sky. And, and, and I don't, uh, you know, it's, it's just about that middle ground. Yeah. And finding what fits in for you. That was my personal journey with it before is like, you know, there are, there are philosophies I agree with and there are things that I agree with and like the foundations of some of the religions. Right. But then, you know, there's not one that I say, oh, this is, this is it for me. Like this, I match everything. This matches with, I can connect all of the dots here. And well, because I, it doesn't make sense. Right, right. At the end of the day, and there's, if you think about it, right, outside, and I love that you're bringing up the science of it, because science is always my defense for everything. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, right, the the science of all of it, it always makes me laugh when there's that competition between the science, the physics, the all of that, and religion. And it's like, well, they can't, if they can't exist together, you can't have one without the other, right? Like, it's not they can't be like there can't be that separation there they have to be harmonious with one another otherwise it's not going to make any sense and then it's going to play into the fact where people can continue to say like oh i don't believe in god and that was my issue too it's funny i i struggled for the longest time and my mother my mother's issue with me all the time was like she's like oh well you don't believe in god like she would tell other people that i don't believe in god like that one we i think that's just so it, wrong though that's just so wrong we're having our issues that. she used to say like that i didn't believe in god and Sometimes, like, <laughs> yeah, she yeah, would sometimes like bring it up and be like, well, so you're not, it would be like, first the conversation would be like, always, are you coming to church? That was the first, that was the start of it. Right. And then it was like, oh, well, and then I'd be like, well, no, I don't, I don't believe in having to go to church. And then it would be like, oh, well, why, why? And then I would be like, well, cause I don't think that I should have to go to a specific place at a specific time to like, to be a practicing Catholic. Like, I don't think yeah, that should be right. a, like, a rule for being a religious person. And then it would be like, oh, well, you don't think you have to go to church because that's God's home. You don't believe in God. Like, that was where, so, like, I understood. Catholicism? Right? Catholicism, I'm, that's what it was telling and, her. That's like, And I'll just tell, I'll just tell Adam, I am a practicing Catholic, but I also don't go to church because I don't believe that, again, to your point, Brittany, I don't, I don't need that hour of preaching, quote, unquote, 
from a pastor that sometimes I don't even like being lectured from, you know, like I don't need that to be close to God, whatever else that I believe Agreed. in. So agree. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So that's where it would start. And, that, and yeah. I understood how she got there, right. How she got to that conclusion, but she would start telling people that. And I'd be like, it's not that I don't believe in God. I, I don't believe in, I don't believe in the that, God. That, yeah. Right. I don't believe in, and that's why I had to start changing. It wasn't like, thank God for my yoga practices and all of the philosophies that I learned through that, because now I don't use like the term God anymore in that sense of like that bearded guy. I, like you were saying too, like I have a belief in something greater than myself. And I think that the universe has all of the science at play that I will never understand to a certain extent. <laughs> right. And I can believe in that and whatever that branches out and all the forms that it branches out in. But I don't think as humans, right, if you think about all of the neuroscience and the like the limited capacity we have, after a while, that intelligence, like there's a disconnect in between what we're intel like what we're capable of and what that greater power is. It's funny, I have you do you read Napoleon Hill at all, Adam? I do not. <laughs> so he's a he's a philosopher, um, but he he talks a lot about like society and like he studied like all of the the wealthiest people in society over like the past the book that I'm reading right now I don't remember it's from the, the over like a hundred years ago earlier than that um he talks a lot about how one of those greatest ways that people can like tap into their ability to be successful is by acknowledging that separation and then finding moments where they can tap into like trying to have that communication um, in some sense, like whether it's through meditation, it's through like, um, like written word or like finding those powers that we have the ability to connect into to tap us into that greater intelligence. But I think that that's like, that's what we need, right? Like we don't need more organized religions that tell people how you're supposed to live your life. How you're supposed to live. You as yeah. a bad person. I agree. And, and Maria, I'd love to hear. That, like, I, worldliness. Yeah. And Maria, I'd love to hear your thoughts, but really quick, I just, uh, um, Brittany, the, the um, you know, your mom coming to you and, and, and having the conversation, why? It's, it's not, it doesn't seem, I mean, I don't want to, I obviously wasn't there, but it doesn't seem like it's, it's a, hey, why do you think this? Why do you believe what you believe? It's, it's like, you it's should be harsh. doing this. Right. And which is not, you know, which is completely, again, people, atheists do this to, 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 to right. believers in the same way, but we frown upon that. That's not a way that you should treat somebody's beliefs. You don't demand, no. you know, you don't have a, a, you know, nobody has a right to, to, to do that. You don't owe an explanation to anybody, but it just comes, you know, it comes down to, you know, the, the thing you said about not using the, the God and the religious, religious language. To me, that is the crux of the issue. And that is yeah. something I really, really, really appreciate because I think that a lot, I think that disconnect comes from the fact that a lot of atheists are, are, are talking about things that uh, overlap with the religious experience and, and, and virtue and morality and, and all this stuff. But they're just saying, look, we don't need this, this, this extra God piece. Um, we just, we, 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 you know, if we agree that we're all uh, human beings and we want to live the best life, there are objective ways to achieve that. And there are objective ways to, to go against that. Um, and uh, I, I just think the, the religious language, you know, the, the, the idea of being a, uh, you know, I know uh, the idea of being a practicing Catholic and, and just not going to church is it used to be, you know, I don't what know, heresy. Doing? Yeah, like, and, what do you? And, and yeah. so 
my question to you would be, and and I, again, I'm not, I don't mean this as a challenge, as as I'm accusing Brittany's mother as being. No, challenge um, everything. Challenge it's okay. Everything this is a, this is a safe space. Adam. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I would just wonder why you feel the need to put a name on your God and a a name on your practices and 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 your beliefs as Catholicism when you don't actually believe what is in the Catholic Bible. You don't, there's, you mm -hmm. pick and choose. And so you use a mechanism beyond that to, mm -hmm. to determine which parts you, you follow and which parts you don't. And so I would- yeah. No, I feel like, and, and to your point, right? Like we see this all the time in politics too, right? Um, just, Definitely. The, you know, the LGBTQ community, um, that's like, I think it's revelations. I look, I will also caveat, I haven't read the whole Bible and that's also not uncommon. You should. You of course, should. no, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just such a well, whatever. Terrible, but anyway, book. it's a it, terrible, no, it's awful. Horrible, no, it's, it's, it's awful, and and it it's awful because it's hard to read. Number and number one, number two, it's such a outdated right. translation and just in general book um, to base religion on. But also, you know, whatever. That's also a different thing. And then three, I think I had a third one, but I can't remember now. But in essence, um, we see this all the time in politics because you know our government even though we try and separate church from state, the, we'll just say the GOP party is very conservative and also very um, Christian in their ways, right. which I, we talked about before, Brittany, that you shouldn't be basing your politics on a book that not everyone reads right. and subscribes to, especially right. in, in the land that where um, religion, and there's freedom of religion that you can pick and choose whatever religion you want to be. So why are you basing it off of the Bible when not everyone believes the Bible, right? So to yeah. your point, yes, I don't subscribe to everything that's in the Bible, which is very common in the Christian faith because there are different translations and different interpretations. Mm -hmm. And the same thing you can say about the Quran, you know, um, there are different interpretations of the Quran and like, you know, that's different sects of the uh, Muslim community. Fine, whatever. The same thing with the um, Torah and the Jewish communities. Too. Correct. Yes, well, any, exactly. And yeah, in any and yeah, go go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say there's an infinite number of religions, or mm -hmm. there's this number uh, as many num as many religions as there mm -hmm. are people, because it, even though every Christian has their own as their own version, yeah. and I just think that's fine. I just think mm -hmm. that why does why does why do we have to call it all religion? I don't. I can't. I don't know. But I will say that for me, I can only obviously speak to myself, right, and how I practice my religion. For me, um, because I am. Filipino and this is very much so and I think this is also why I still practice the Catholic religion is because it's so tied to my culture um, I think because the fact that Filipinos we are probably outside of the Vatican we are probably one of the top three nations that is practice like that has Catholicism as like their religion yeah, that, like their definitely. nation religion so to me I have more of a cultural tie than a religious tie if that makes sense to the religion definitely. Um, because that's church is more like, all right, we're going to church. Like, this is a family thing. This is more of like a, and like, you know, I go to church in the Philippines all the time with like my dad's side of family when we go and just like a very like calming feeling and just like a community feeling as opposed to being like, yes, I do believe in like God and heaven and hell and like whatever, but not to the traditional sense. Like, I don't believe in the gates of hell anymore. Like the whole fiery situation. Sure. It's more of like a, not as an intense thing, but like more towards a purgatory situation where it's like, all right, atone for your sins because you're an idiot. But like, this is, you're not, this isn't shitty as you know, like it's, so it's like, yeah, it's I an mean, interpretation. You have, a, you have a nicer hell. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I, like, I mean, I don't, 
So I, I definitely understand the 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 cultural connection and and yeah. uh, you know Jews and 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 Muslims say the same thing. And I understand that. I just want I am of the position that mm -hmm. if we uh, uh, take those things, the, the yeah. aspects of community, morality, um, uh, you know, just uh, cultural values in general, and have them be part of the culture. And rather than part of a religion within a culture, yeah. then we don't need to exclude people who are not willing to mm -hmm. to accept a story that is oh that I agree is completely unfalsifiable. Isn't, that, so, isn't that the point, right? If you look back, and I always come back to like the point of religion, right? If you yeah. go back to it, the end of the day, these very established fine laws, especially within Christianity and Catholicism. We're about getting people to do what you wanted them to do. For oh, 100%. And then yeah. second of all was about you being able to create those boxes where you could start excluding people, right? And it's the same thing yeah. with everything. We were just having a conversation about this not too long ago, Maria. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with everything else, right? It's yeah. what I believe in, because we did this, we talked about this with music, right? What I believe is good music. If I say this is good music, then I can say that that's bad music, and then I can exclude those people who don't believe what I believe in. Right, because then you get a notion of like, are they, the they greater... function like this way, so I'm not going to exclude right. them in it's my little box. It's the same thing that yeah, we do. of course. We with religion. Talking, no, we were talking about this with um, with labels, right? High school labels, right? And like how we Probably. use it. The idea what do you mean? That, like, like clicks, clicks? and stuff. <laughs> and oh. how you start to... Like the jocks <laughs> and the nerds. You, yeah. right, you identify with a certain area and like why those even came to be is it's we try our mind right the the computer that is in our brain tries to make things as black and white as possible because any of the areas that are gray and in between or complicated or can't be comprehended stress us out so our brain is like everything has to be nightly nicely organized so when it comes down to religion it's like oh, okay we're gonna believe in these certain things and then it's like i can very gently like pick and choose like oh i like this box and i'm gonna fit in this box and like and I'm it's so this. and this is my identity yeah. and then anything that doesn't fit outside of this that makes me uncomfortable i get to choose to push it away because i can say well i believe in this and you believe and those are like the the more like can put the space there and those are more like the older i don't know i mean the older generations i guess and obviously this generation too right um because like they're more it's just the traditional way of looking at religion is what is hindering everyone from being like one religion if you will like one big community because like the older i get the more self-aware i get <laughs> and just like in general just like more intelligent about like life and the universe and just like the afterlife and in, in general that like what it boils down to is that everyone has the same beliefs it's just whatever mm -hmm god or universe be that you want to believe in is the person, same right yes like, everyone fucking person. yeah correct the whole golden rule of everyone in general is just to be a good person it's just the way that's been translated in each and every book or in each and every scripture is just whatever they want to believe in right. and like yes if everyone was just self-aware this goes back to the previous conversation we just had everyone's just self-aware like we all like to some extent we I'm would all just be. see or yeah we'd all just see that we're all just literally doing the same thing and like yeah, you I, don't have to put a religion or like a god any other potential space it. in there yeah, yeah and that's what's that's what secular humanism aims to um, aims to do and there's you know there's qualms within that community about you know uh speciesist and what about animals and everything but in you know in in in, in general secular humanism is about is about saying there are definitely good aspects uh to religion that's why it's it's been in every culture uh, and it's persisted for so long. There's there's no doubt that you know all, all the things we talked about, the community, the charity, mm -hmm. and all that are good. 
but there, you know, again, I, I seriously uh, encourage you to 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 read that Bible that oh, yeah, there's sure, there's yeah. some horrible stuff. In oh, there. it's and, shitty. And, and, Absolutely. And, and it's just yeah. I, the the I think it's it really comes down to the language um, that, you know, that ties us back to that. And, you know, people talk about how um, the, the uh, religious charities and all this and that. And it's just the religion has a, uh, you know, uh, a, a stronghold on on those values. And so it's not that there aren't secular organizations doing stuff, but they're they're just they're, they're just their own thing. And if we were just as humanity having those religious beliefs as part of our human uh, 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 values, then we wouldn't need a God to tell us this or that. We wouldn't need a heaven to, to pine for. We would, uh, uh, you know, be able to fully focus on the life that we know that we have not now. We wouldn't have to fear hell. And it's just, it, it, you know, I, I just think that religion is being a good person with extra steps. Agreed. And, and I think yeah. just again, to and a lot to more pushback if you don't meet those. Extra steps. That was going to say, I, I was going to go to that route. Um, uh, Brittany, we've talked about this before, like uh, growing up Catholic for the both of us has put the fear of God in us. And that's that's obviously a thing that we had to both unpack in our own separate ways. Right. And my parents oh, yeah, I was needed, ca- needed me to have that. as a- yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was Catholic until I was uh, 13. And then we moved uh-huh. over to a Methodist church where I stayed until I went to college. And I remember freshman year in college, I was still putting Bible verses in my aim away message. So it wasn't, <laughs> it was somewhere around then like 19, 20 years old where I started, I, I was taking some philosophy courses and really starting to think about, does this make sense? Do I really believe in this? Yeah, and and that's, the, that's a big question, right? Is when, when you're constantly, when you're, when you're constantly being like shown the same thing over and, and over place, again, like you said, Maria, yeah. if it's a place where you mm-hmm. feel, yeah. If it's a place where you feel like you have a sense of community, right? Yeah. What length of courage and vulnerability and being absolutely terrified does it take to turn around and be like, well, what if I don't really believe in this? And right, right. What about that community? That Especially when you're you're so young in the religion. Like, I went to Catholic school from preschool before mm-hmm. I moved to you know Central Jersey, from preschool to fourth grade. Or and you're still Catholic. Grade. Wow, that's yeah, uncommon. I'm still Catholic. I know. <laughs> Again, it's very tied to my culture. It's very, and I I feel like that. I'm just kidding. I'm whole, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. And like, it's so. No, I mean Catholic school was harsh. <laughs> I will say, like Catholic school from even from preschool literally to third grade the harshest and like not even education wise just like being in church because the church was right there and we had to go to mass every first friday of like i still remember catholic school well, because it's so right? it's you have to so build, it's yeah. building up your habits of being a good catholic it, right and that's the no fear one of god needs to be a catholic literally like science class was not science obviously it was literally god made the universe and like you know so i mean yeah um I sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was, was going to say the problem, school. <laughs> the, the, the problem is that I think that everything in our culture since since this whole political takeover, everything has become a religion. And so the yeah. in the same way that discourse about religion has always been taboo, and and uh, po- politics was was taboo as well. But then it it all came out which should have also come out with, oh, okay, we all have different opinions and we whatever, whatever, whatever. But everybody's opinions came out, but the, the standards didn't change. So you have to follow this, 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 or otherwise you're canceled, otherwise you're this. Yep. And, um, you know, I think, I, I think, you know, definitely like 2015 to now, it was a specific 
era in terms of politics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, before that, I wasn't too deep into politics. I was really only into it as much as um, you know the the uh, religion uh, aspect of it. I went to a um, a reason rally in 2016, well, I guess that's 2016, but mm-hmm. um, that was just about like sex education schools and stuff. Um, that was more because of the religious aspect uh, than the political. Um, I remember when uh, in my freshman year in college, when Obama won, I was just walking back to my dorm room uh, on a normal night and I saw all these people cheering. I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, when the, this whole Trump thing started, I got, you know, I got swept up in it, but I think I got caught up in that, the, the mainstream narrative. Um, you know, I was a Bernie bro for the whole thing. And I let the media t- uh, tell me that Trump was going to be the worst thing in the downfall of America. And, um, you know, I definitely don't, uh, uh, like Trump. I don't like the, the, the Republican party, but I think the direction of people who, uh, associate with, the people specifically of like the politicians of the left wing are are starting to push their self, push themselves further and further. And mm-hmm. I think that causes both the politicians and the voters on the other side, or just who are left in the middle, which I would say myself, but you know, it was yeah. always like rather rather left libertarian, but some of the ideas have gone so far left that people are calling me conservative and, and all right. <laughs> Uh, you know, right. because because of uh, a certain things that I don't necessarily uh, uh, believe or adhere to, and if I was if I was able to have those discussions, I could explain why I don't believe X, Y, and Z, and why I believe this is is something, and this should be uh, a, a policy versus a moral position, and all, all of these kinds of things. But all of that discussion is shut down, and it's um, you know I, I'm just learning to to I, I, you know I was always on a mission to, 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 uh, to civilize, to, to quote the newsroom, um, to, to get people to understand things better. Like, yo, the media is lying to you. I know it's a, it's a, it's a, a a, a trope that, but it's like for real, you know, and, and, and I don't know if you saw the Project Veritas, uh, thing where they just got, uh, a a woman to go on a a Tinder date with one of the, um, the CNN producers. And he was bragging about, oh yeah, the, uh, the death toll numbers are gangbusters. We, you know, we did so well. And I don't, I don't remember exactly what to say, but you know, just confirming straight from, from the horse's mouth that it's like, it's the people who have been saying, oh, the mainstream media, the mainstream media. I mean, it's not just that we've been, you know, it's not the same thing as, as uh, you know, people who are in like in QAnon or people who are on the other mm-hmm. side uh, who have the Trump derangement syndrome. There are issues that are real, but mm-hmm. everyone has made everything into an issue. So it all just gets lost in the fray. Yeah. And I, I don't know what to do about that. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like the, that's like the standing too close to the flame situation. Like our society is, 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 it's one of the same, like the flame and our society are together right now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's, it's like, it's, it's become, it honestly feels like it's not a place where you want to give up hope, but you're trying the best that you can not to feed the fire. And then at the end of it, be somebody who's still standing when the ashes are there to like rebuild it. Like right. that, I feel like that's the, the very frustrating position that like people who do kind of like, like all the things that you're bringing awareness to right now, Adam, like when you start to see all of these things it's when everybody else is so sensitive and is so like and it's not i think the sensitivity is good i just think that we're trying to make up for like the last 40 50 100 years of our society not having sensitivity to things not being aware of them we're trying to do it all at once and it just makes the cancel culture thing is as like a i really can't wrap my 
can't wrap my head around it. I mean, it's just, it's tough because we don't give people a chance to, to catch to, up. You know, things yeah. are changing so quickly. And it's just like, if you have the information from last week and now, you know, it used to be that Asians had more privilege than white people. And then now it's stop Asian hate and, and, you know, super left wing uh, pundits are getting canceled for things they said that were at the time, you know, what, what was the, the narrative? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and now it's, and so it shows you, and I, I, I'm not as tapped into what you know the 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 cultural um the, the mm -hmm. cultural aspects in terms of you know the, the modern recent things are of the republican party because i don't really think they just they, I, don't, I don't really think there's much there i think there's 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 your um you know your your strong uh progressives and then there's people who are not are somewhere not uh, uh, as far down that road either they completely oppose it and you know they're definitely conservatives and republicans or they're just like not with this whole new uh, uh wokeness and whatever but mm -hmm. I, I again i would consider myself someone who I, like i said i was ready to to uh to vote for bernie i voted for hillary and i uh, you know this time i decided because I, I voted for somebody who is a horrible person that I, I unless you earn my vote i'm not voting again um, but I, I, I was somebody you would consider a, a, a Democrat, a lefty. And yeah. now I, I cringe at the association with the left and the Democratic Party itself, both in terms of the politicians and the more extreme voters, which I don't mm. think is most people, but no, they're the it, ones that are loudest, and, and especially on Twitter. And that's correct. Why the yes. Yeah, that's yeah. why the politicians it's, are It's are a with matter them. of who's getting, who's getting heard, right? And it's the same thing yeah. with... Like, that's why we end up in these screaming matches. It's the same thing with religion. It's the same thing with any of those those areas of that hold a lot of power and influence that people can attach their identity to, right? It's whatever voice is the loudest, which is why you hear about all of the, like, you know... Radical left, who, radical right, right. Whatever, and it's like the people who are very radical religion in their religions, right? All the, like, all the bad stuff that comes out about, you know, who's getting pushed away, who's getting bullied, who's getting this and that. Um, yeah, we really just only like to listen to one another when they're we're yelling, like, <laughs> or when we're agreeing with each other. It's right. it's it's but echo it comes chambers. Back to and... what you're what you're saying too, right? Even when we're agreeing with each other, communication is so important. And here's like a perfect a perfect example of this happens in my household all the time. Dan and I are very different in the way that we communicate and the mm -hmm. way that we perceive information. So there are days when we get in fights, having had on you know, been agreement about the original topic of conversation. But because the way that I talk about it and my perspective of it versus the way he talks about it and his perspective of it are on like same road, different directions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We end up fighting. It about happens it. all the I'm time. I'm saying that this is the, this is my common saying in our house. I'm saying the same thing you just said. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Like <laughs> we have to go back and go back to all of that. And when that's not already happening, that's mm -hmm. where that shift can happen. And it can become a bigger disagreement already, even if you're on the same page. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think that's only going, it's only just getting more and more polarized. Right. It's unfortunate. It's yeah. Harder. It's definitely it's harder like, because we don't have as much, we don't have enough of the space that's right. Especially when you're talking about the, the media and the places that are overseeing a lot of the spaces where these things are happening, especially in a public sector, where are all of the safe spaces for that to happen anymore? Like very right? little. Or there's someone there to mediate it. There's someone able to keep that, that very safe, neutral place. It's, even like even in our even on our debate stages where it's supposed to be like that, it's not fucking like that. Like there's still someone, the media is still overseeing that and it's pulling on whatever strings and getting whatever angle they want. We don't have enough of those neutral spaces for these safer conversations to happen. 
Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I definitely, you know, safe space is a loaded word. Uh, I, sure. But I, I understand uh, you mean a place for to to let these ideas uh, fly freely and let the best ideas uh, uh, come out on top, and that's that's the way it should be. That's the point of freedom of speech, and uh, I, you know, that's always how we've we've gotten better ideas. We had some terrible things in our past, and the only way we got past them was talking about them. And now people want to, to shut down conversation because they're so sure they're right about things. And it's like, okay, I'm willing, I'm, if you're right, then, then prove it. I'm, I'm on board, I'm willing to have this conversation. But when you, when you, you know, and, and this is what I mean when, when uh, you know, it's mirroring the, the, the stuff with religion, it's like a lot of religious, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of religious people who understand, okay, the, you know, the Bible and the, the, the main narrative, it, it, it doesn't really work, but I still believe in this 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 general sentiment. And then there's people who believe, you know, every little thing. And then when you say, okay, do you believe uh, that 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 uh, God is all powerful? Uh, and do you believe that God could make a, a a rock that he couldn't lift? And you know, the answer to that is, okay, well, an omnipresent God can uh, do all things that are possible. That's a good philosophical answer. But the point is, you don't get there. You just get defensive, shutdown, de deflection, mm -hmm. and, and right. it's like. I, you know, the, 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 the whole idea of, of being challenged is now being treated treated as actual violence um, yeah. and, and not proportionately. And this is why, uh, I, I mean, if you, if, of, of, of the people who haven't blocked me on Facebook yet, I, I'm sure if you ask them, uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of them would, would, would say that I've, I've uh, become more uh, right or more conservative. And I think, the truth of it is that my values haven't changed. Society has changed a lot. And I happen to just agree with the more moderate of the conservative people because I don't see a lot of moderation in, in the, the, the other side. And when I say the other side, you know, most people are in the middle who are, are more passive and are just trying to live day to day. Then you have people who are who are in it and 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 paying attention and try to drive a conversation and and all all, all the politics are the politicians. Um so I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about the people who, who don't spend, you know, I, I spend hours a day just watching videos on this and that and, and reading this and reading that. And I understand that not everybody, everybody does that. I have a job where, you know, I, I, I work, uh, uh, you know, uh, for sh shorter hours most of the time I'm in the car. So I'm listening to podcasts and, and all that stuff. So I'm constantly uh, consuming this information. And I understand that it's not uh, uh, reasonable to expect the average person to do this. But in that same vein, uh, you know, what, Brittany, what you were saying before about the frustration, it's like, well, I have put the time into this. So why aren't you guys giving me the respect to at least indulge that, uh, that this may have some weight to it? I might be wrong, but at least give me the benefit of the doubt that I'm a smart guy. I've, I've paid attention to this. You may bring up a point. I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. But it, it stops even before we get to that point. People get offended and then I'm an asshole and then it's it. So I don't know. Yep. I, I try not to even bother. This whole thing, right? Mm -hmm going back to what I said before, right? The trends in people's reactions to things say a lot about their, their emotional state and their psychology, right? Mm -hmm. And if you very simply look at the people who become highly defensive and highly irritable and closed off, a lot of the basis of that is showing signs of insecurity and self-deprivation yeah. and questioning of them, them themselves. Like there's a lack of foundation there. Right. So, and I've said this to Maria and I see this, I work with a lot of children. So I see this across the board in just like the human race, our level of 
our willingness to open our mouths is higher than it's ever been before. Our willingness to know who the hell we are and actually deal with like our insecurities and address what's going on with us personally is probably at a low. So you're walk, all of us are walking around and people, people, some of the most insecure people, like even like, this is why rates, like we see bullying rates going to where they're going. Right. And a lot more like, now I was just having this conversation with someone yesterday, right? Kids are not bullying the way they used to bully, where they would get in each other's faces and stays, face stays up. They're bullying behind closed doors and across yeah. computers. And like yeah. the same thing that we and see all day long as adults, oh, yeah. right? That are 100%. happening online. Like you just brought up with Facebook, right? No one's doing it in person because they don't have the balls to do it because we don't have the security <laughs> to stand in our in our to stand in our shit and be like, this is my crap and I own it and I'm gonna let somebody else point it out now. Right. Mm -hmm. So the second that we start to, if our identity is so closely tied in to the beliefs we have, even about things like religion and politics or like what friggin' shirt looks nice on you, whatever mm -hmm. the fuck it is, if we're so tied to that because we're not tied to anything on a deeper level of who we really are and being comfortable with that, we're mm -hmm. never going to be able to have the conversations because we're always going to be on the defensive because we behind all of that. We don't know who we are and we don't like that person or we don't like yeah. whatever we're putting out there. So that I think is the bigger issue that we have to, we mm -hmm. have to address 100%. is like, why are we, why do we, and this is like, this was the question that I used to ask myself. Why don't I like myself? Right? Like, why am I unhappy? Why don't I like this? Why do I get reactive? Why do I get mad? Like, those are the not fun going back to that self-awareness, right? Those are the not fun questions that you have to ask and for so many of us, not only do we not even have it on our radar to think that way, to realize that like, oh shit, it's us, but we're too scared to do it. And we don't have the skills to be able to do it well, where we're going to come out unscathed, right? Like, yeah. and we're, the, being an anxiety, depression person myself, like, if you're not, do, like, you will have to be ready for battle, right? You're yeah. going into that, that, like, and if you don't have the proper armor in terms of, like, the coping skills and the mechanism, mechanisms to protect you, like, you're not making it through to the other side. So Absolutely. people are willing to get into battle with one another over the things that help them hold on to who they think they are because they don't, they don't know how to address the depths of the insecurity or realize that it mm -hmm. even is existing underneath all of those layers. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, to, to, to use your analogy and to take it a step further, uh, you know, uh, you have to be, you have to be armed and ready for battle, but you also have to trust the, the, that you've done preparation, that you've become the warrior, that your armor is, mm -hmm. is good or whatever. And, and that being, you know, uh, you know, the Instagram generation, have you built up a personality? Are you somebody that, that without Instagram filters and, and likes and stuff that you have something? Do you, do you have that? I mean, a lot of people don't.